0: I was a wounded child who liberated myself from being a victim by taming my inner saboteur. I am pioneering a new healing path that will get you in touch with your inner mystic, poet, and femme fatale. I will teach you how to be a lover of life. I will be a mediator between your wounded self and your divine aspects, shifting your shadows into warriors of love and lovemaking. I liberate women from their pain to release the beauty within, and releasing that beauty is indeed a beautiful thing. Welcome to the She Salt Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of She Salt. I have Leah Fox with me today as a co-host and she's going to kind of lead us into this one a little bit. We're going to be bouncing off of each other. Um, she and I have many common interests. As you know, we've we've done several podcasts together. And um Tantra and sexual healing and sexual intimacy and that sort of thing is something that she and I really combo about a lot and have um, a lot of interest in, and so we we kind of share um, ideas and thoughts off each other. So today. The topic of this podcast is Embrace Your Desires, and it's going to discuss the difference between just sex and sexual energy and what is called the Eros, and this is a realm of intimacy, so to speak. It's, it goes much deeper than just sexual desire. So we're going to dive into that realm of things and talk about how really deep your not only love making but living of life can go welcome leah how are you today
1: i am doing very well and as always it's a treat to be on this little podcast with you it's always a treat
0: Thank you. It's, you know, it's evolved a little bit over the years. It's um, I think I'm finding some an, um, an arena to really zero it in on. I think the topic of, of sexual energy is something that a lot of people have interest in. And I think there's a lot of unknowing in that realm. I mean, I'm just learning myself. You know, there's so much there.
1: It's a great big body of work. And it's something that I like getting myself immersed into. And as we dive into this, I wanted to start out this Saturday morning with a little bit of a central excerpt um, about nature of eras, specifically
0: desire. All right, let's hear it. Okay. The
1: universe is not made of atoms. It's made of tiny stories. Each desire is a universe, each forbidden touch of cosmos. Every memory, a nebula, and a galaxy far, far away. This play of creation, the dance of the infinite, is taking place within you. Your own heart is the pulsating center of the universe. And in the vast expanse of your desires, the divine is whispering sweet secrets. And this is taken from the Radiant Sutra. Mm-hmm. Uh, by lauren Rose, and i know you are familiar with this
0: book i am i love it it was a gift from you i it's one of my very favorites out and it's just written so beautifully and so easy to read and it speaks to you on a level of soul you know it's like it's one of those things when you're reading it and in your heart and something more than the mind conceives you know you read it and it resonates very deeply with you and in an um almost in an ancient knowing if that makes sense
1: no it actually makes perfect sense because i know when i've read through not just the radiant sutras but i others you know in other books i i feel it yeah you know knowing in the mind the words that you are reading that are on the page but it's this deep feeling within and i even experience on an emotional and yeah. Way.
0: It's more than a, um, you know, some when you read something, it makes sense to you. Often when you read something, it makes sense to you in a um, everyday aspect. When I read certain things like this book, it makes sense to me in a soul aspect. Like it's more than what we know in the physical world. This is residing with the spirit. So um, I love those those sorts of readings, you know, I can read that all day long. To me, that's poetry. But on, on that subject and that beautiful reading, um, you know, when we talk about sexual desire and we talk about the Eros, to you, what is the distinction between the two? Because, you know, people hear Eros and they think of uh, the God, you know, the the God of love and desire, sort of like Cupid, a brother to Cupid or something like that. Um, but there's, there is a, a side to this that is, doesn't have to do with mythology. There's a side of this that has to do with the spirit within us. So okay. let's talk about that a second. What do you think are the differences between the two?
1: Hmm. Well, what, what actually really came to my mind was more of a, a, a question. Yeah. Strangely where I know when I was doing these readings, what really was laying on my heart is what if I or we in Jerry Lee approached love and desire as sacred and intimate and as a transformative force in our lives? Or what if we did? What if we approached that? Mm-hmm. Our life. So I feel like if we allow ourselves to move through life, um, with, with paying attention to our desires. Yeah. And and paying attention to not just the desires, but approaching it from a very sacred and intimate way.
0: Right. So, you know, I, I tend to, through this work I've been doing, I've, I've kind of readjusted my lens of how I look at things Mm. and everything that we truly desire has a sexual note to it, because mm-hmm. at the root of who we are, the, your sexual, your your paralysis, your sexual desires, is where we create from. Mm-hmm. It's 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 our creative source. So, mm-hmm. if you're using, if there's something you really desire in life. It, you know, a lot of us put that energy into just sex, right? So I'm gonna seduce this, or you know, I'm gonna seduce this person, we're gonna have all this foreplay, we're gonna do this, and then this is the outcome, and we all we have an orgasm, and it was great, and we move on. But the Euros is about a deeper connection than that. But then if you think about things you desire in life, there's there's a process to how you go about getting that. There's a foreplay involved in that, there's a thought involved in that that there is a um, a way you create to bring that into the world just like a sexual desire sort of is so when I think of creating whatever it is it comes from desire and that comes from the same place as a sexual desire I think people tend to kind of miss that they think of sexual desire just have has to do with sex Think of yeah. using that energy, not just the word sex, just think of desire. If if you can take what you desire and, and become intimate with it and think about bringing it into creation, you're investing yourself into it. You're more likely to manifest it. Am I making any sense here?
1: No, I and something that I think to give it a little bit more frame in is, also addressing pleasure yeah and and, and maybe i don't want to say maybe the desire and pleasure are synonymous but i also feel like i know for me i use the word sunshine right so if if something doesn't feel like sunshine to me oftentimes it's a no yeah now i and, and I can't, I can't say my whole life is on that. You know, there are certain things that I'm, you know, at work asked of me and it doesn't always feel like sunshine, but what I do is I do find and transform some of these mundane tasks in life with some level of sunshine that I feel comes from within that I can you know kind of flow into the task itself but you know I I, you're making sense to me
0: yeah I just think we need to look at desire differently a lot of times than um, you know just casual wants if there's a Like sex sometimes is a want. Um, A real desire is a little bit deeper than that. You know, sex is um, the direction that we can sometimes engage in very unconsciously. You know, we we go through it instinctively. You know, we have sex and then we're done. Right. But I think with the Euros, we want to dive more deeply into the full awareness of what we're doing. Um, The aspiration of taking this to the highest of of pleasure for everyone involved, because you're feeding off of the energy of you and another or even just you. Right. Um, It's a you have to in order to reach that euro status, I think you have to understand that this 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 thing you're doing is is gonna take you into another realm. It's a it's a magical thing. It's not a um unconscious program thing that you do. You know what I mean? Like so many people with sex, they just have sex. You know, they don't some people don't even enjoy it anymore. I mean they just do it. You know, and that's where I think the tragedy, you know, comes in. And don't get me wrong; sometimes there's there's time for a quickie. There's there's all that sort of thing. But I really think you you owe it to yourself as a spiritual being to go deeper than that.
1: Mm-hmm. And well, I also think that the the arrow of the desire from within is also our connection to the divine. Mm-hmm. And I think where that happens is us being really present.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Feeling that feeling that universal essence that permeates all aspects of life and I'm going to include that mundane to the the divine like to see this amazing sunset but also to be I don't know changing a diaper (laughs) there is some level of just being connected to spirit in this moment in the moment that you're doing that thing
0: oh yeah it doesn't just have to be sex of course I mean there's moments in life when we when we need to feel Completely fulfilled, you know, even outside of the bedroom, connected, uplifted, energized. I mean, simply by walking in the rain and feeling the rain on your skin or walking on the beach on a cold morning and feeling the cool sand underneath your feet, you know, it's it's. It's watching the clouds moving and watching the trees dance in the wind and, you know, the sun hitting your face, these feelings of immense, ecstatic joy of just being alive. That's being in the state of Euros, you know, that's being fully aware and present in the moment and finding the gift within it. Right. Um, And I think that this is it's a state You know, euros is a state. I think you can reach the mystical power of it, maybe extremely full in its fullest form through sex, through Mm. orgasm, in the right way, in um, in the right state of mind where you literally are are knocking on the doors to heaven, right? We all want that experience. Mm-hmm. But there's also the day-to-day. Like, I'm choosing today to bring the state of this Euros into my world. And, you know, I started doing that, t- you know, gradually, but even more so in full effect once I moved here t- to yes. Florida. And, and every day when I go to the beach, I'm like, give it to me. Give it yeah. to me. Give me the yeah. fucking cold air on my face. Give me the the waves on my feet. Give it to me. And my I just let my heart bust open with it, you know? And it's, it's just this incredible thing. And when you open yourself up to that state, you open your world up. It's just crazy the way you open your world up to just being happy. You know, just living in this, don't get me wrong, I'm not 100% in a state of bliss 24 hours a day, but underlying everything, I'm a pretty grateful girl, you know, and I'm pretty happy, and it doesn't take a lot for me to have that, because I've chosen this state of being. I'm going deeper than my daily routine.
1: Well, you know, that's interesting because what it sounds like is a, a describing of an essential awakening. Yeah. And how you can have essential experiences with everything that you encounter in your day, as opposed to it just being in the bedroom
0: or sure. with
1: confines of a, a relationship, a sexual relationship with someone. I think what you're describing is you know, every aspect of yourself as you're bringing forward as you're being present with the here and now.
0: Well, you know, I think too that this this state, you know, I keep coming back to the sexual desire because I've started feeling this connection lately to just desire as a thing. And and desire automatically, when we, you know, we as humans, the sexual desire is so strong within us. You know, it's, it's been our survival. It's, it's how we reproduce. It's, 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 it's our human, our largest human desire, I would say, you know, reproduce sex, besides hunger. And I think about desire. And and I think about how this is how we birth ourselves into the world. This is how we bring, our talents into the world you know if we have a desire to paint then we paint if we have a desire to exercise we exercise there's a thing that we have to do there's a need a want that we have in order for us to do things right you have to have this desire and this Mm -hmm. this to me, it, it's all in that same area of the body, in the energetic body that the sexual energy is stored, right? Our creative center. So, you know, I was trying to think, I, I actually was in a meeting this morning with my tantra class, and they were we were talking about this subject. And this one girl said that she had a living comparison to sexual energy that can also apply to... Um, just your level of desire that brings who you are as an essence into the world. And she talked about mycelium and, um, you know, the threads, the greater fungal organisms that grow under the surface of the earth. You know, it's sort of like the deep fascia underneath the soil. You know, it's where the connective tissues to... um, that the organisms wrap around and the trees bore their roots into. And, and it composes this uh, myelocelial network, I think it's called, where individual plants come together and they transfer water and all these minerals and everything into each other. And it's actually been dubbed the wood wide web. Anyway, without this web of tissue that grew beneath the surface of the earth nothing would come into creation there would be no trees there would be no plants you know there would be there would be none of that you have to have this level of tissue or desire that brings things into creation so when we when we were talking about that and her comparison was think of your desire your sexual desire or that area of who you are as the thing that brings things to the surface of who you are, that brings it into the world. So our sexual desire doesn't have to exactly only um, apply to sex. Desire can apply to joy. It can apply to being a creative It can apply to bringing change in your life. You have to have this place underneath the surface of who you are that wants to experience things. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of your myocelial wood wide web or web underneath who you are from which things grow. And I know this is sort of deep, but what I'm saying is beneath all of us, beneath the craziness of our lives, there is Mm -hmm. this place inside of that wants us to grow into a joyous state. And that's the Euros. That's the, the state of living where you know there's more than what's going on in the world around you, and you're connected to that not what's going on in the world around you so much, right? Am I, I know I'm often in, in my own land, but I find this um, a new way of thinking for me. Like you can live in the world you want to live in.
1: Yeah, you, you are the creator.
0: You are the creator.
1: Um, yeah, you are the creator. So something that you're talking about when you're talking about the mycelium is also like a really super, um, rich example of the cosmic dance, and in, 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 in it's called Tandava. And it's basically the in of Shiva and the Shakti. And it's often depicted as what is called the, the cosmic dance. It's the representation of the opposite rhythm yeah. of
0: space. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, that's what comes to mind when you are speaking to that.
0: Yeah, it's we have to have this sexual desire. We have to have. I mean, if you've lost your sexual desire completely, I really, really, really encourage you to awaken it because mm. it and, that, and now we're going to get back into the sex subject of things, because I really believe that if you, you know, we can carry a sexual desire with us to the grave, you know, until we leave this place this earth until we leave this life you can carry a sexual desire with you and what i mean by that is carry a lust for life with you Um, continue to bring things into the world continue to find the eroticism of being alive and when you if you feel you've lost that desire completely find it within yourself use yourself to awaken that side of you. But if you have a partner, there's a whole cosmos of things that you could be doing with each other to not only awaken the desire within you, the what desire within your partner, and then combine that with each other. It's, it's crazy good, right? I mean, I see a lot of couples that aren't hopping on that train at all you know that they're they're just riding to one station and getting off and that's the only station they go to they don't explore this side of um, a relationship and I think that's incredibly sad um, in a marriage or a relationship or 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 anything like there's a level of intimacy that can be had that's outside this programmed thing of just intercourse.
1: So I have a question for you. Yeah. So, we're placing emphasis on the sacred and the transformative nature of mm-hmm. our growth. And how would you, if somebody came to you and said, I've kind of lost that love and feeling. Yeah. Well, how would you encourage them to find that within themselves?
0: There's a lot yeah, there's first of all you have to find it with yourself. You know, you've got to re know your body, not just your body, like what what it is you're you're trying to connect to. You know, I believe when we when we talk about the realm of the Euros, there's there's a spiritual aspect mm-hmm. of this. So before you even get into the physical side of things, I would probably suggest some reading like we are doing with the sutras. Um, Mm. Really opening your heart up to thinking, learning about intimacy as a different, different than what you've known it to be in the past. You know, for me, I know at this point in my life, I have to be intellectually and spiritually stimulated. Right. And and I think that comes before, if you're really wanting to reach that level of intimacy, you've got to uh, awaken your mind to it. And you've got to let those thoughts turn your juices on. You know, and you've got to reprogram your way of thinking. I would um, suggest some real, I, you know, and at the end of this podcast, we can leave some links to some reading. Um, but I would start, start with that reading and changing what you look at, what you, you know, like find some seductive, really, um, beautiful visuals that turn you on in a different sort of way. You know, like for me, you know, lately my morning walks on the beach resonate with me so deeply, That it puts me in a a place that I want to make love. Mm. You know, I want to feel the human experience from a spiritual aspect.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and and you know, every now and then I have these moments, and I had one the other day, and they're just such a trip when you're in the middle of doing something and you're like, wow, okay, I'm having this human experience. I'm on earth now. I'm really doing this human thing. And, and for me, that tells me we're a lot more than just human, because my spirit, my soul knows I'm just doing this thing right now. You know, yeah. there's more to this, but this is where I'm at right now. And by God, I'm going to make the most of this. I'm going to make the most of this. I want to feel all the good feels. Yeah. I want to be as healthy and strong as I can be. I want to see myself go through this process in full effect, wrinkles and all, you know, like I'm here. I've been given this assignment. I'm going to fucking live it, you know? What
1: is is that little saying? It's like I'm I'm a spirit having a human experience.
0: That that is so real. I wish everybody could really wrap that concept into reality because it's so true you know we get wrapped up in being worried about everything paying the bills the kids are the kids okay are the kids turning out all right half the time the kids are adults i mean let go with that you know like you're here to live your human existence what are you doing with it you know so I would suggest you've got to find joy first, first. And then after you found joy, start exploring this human that you've been given, you know? I
1: know for me, I know breath work has been paramount. Oh, yeah. My own personal exploration, as well as meditation, and of course, you know me—I like rituals and ceremonies. So, I mean, I know there's been some level of plant medicine involved, and that's not for everybody. But I will say there was a lot of transformation that occurred to me in that realm.
0: Yeah, well, that's there is there is for sure. That's definitely a doorway to help you access. The, that area of the mind that, you know, because there's a lot of things blocking us. And I think plant medicine sort of opens the door to that, that area of knowing, I guess is the way to the, to put it. But breath work is huge because again, breath work helps the mind relax and get to that, those places of knowing as well. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, it, it starts with desire. Like you've got to have the desire to want to live differently. And you know not everybody and, and somebody reminded me this the other day, not everybody is going to or even wants to evolve to that level of knowing. They're they're perfectly happy, you know, um having sex or living their day-to-day life and 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 I can't judge that. That's no. that's what they want to do. That's fine. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I want more, I want more, then you have to start doing things that are going to help you find it. And it doesn't have to be plant medicine, but that's a, that's a way. Yeah. Um, looking at what you're ingesting. And what I mean by is what you're reading, what you're watching mm-hmm. on television, what yeah. you're um, giving your attention to what you're eating, you know who you're spending time with the company you keep is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things those are those are where I would start to make changes in my life. If you really want it, you will I think.
1: And I think the underlying um, I guess an initiative one would take in, in being mindful of those, of those things is being present because i think being present is just a naturally embodying experience is observing yourself in different situ- situations, different scenarios and noticing how you're feeling in those moments.
0: Well, being present requires disconnecting from things. Yeah. And and that needs to be given some attention. Like if you're going to be present in the moment, don't have your phone in your hand. Don't be um, watching TV. Don't have, you know, unless being present to something you're listening to, if you're just in a moment somewhere, don't have anything in your ear that's distracting you from what you're trying to experience. Like there's so many distractions in our world today. So many. And that's by design. I believe yeah. um, to keep us from connecting to this side of ourselves, because everybody listening, this side of ourselves, this ecstatic joy, this this state of bliss and being engrossed in the goodness, is where they don't want us to be. It's just, it's agree. a very dangerous place for people who want to control you, so to keep you in check. We're going to keep giving distractions, you know, and, and it's so easy to fall into and it's so hard to pull out of. But once you do, once you understand that, these this state that we're talking about comes really almost with ease.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do agree. It's like I feel like in a world full of distraction, it's just a... Oh luring you away from your deepest
0: desires yeah i mean you and i have one thing another thing in common is that we don't do tv (laughs) (laughs) at
1: home for years
0: yeah you don't even have one in your home i have a husband who loves tv so we have a tv but i have i have grown to absolutely not be able to take it you know i i just it it absolutely irritates my spirit, um, and I and it's because I know what the commercials, I know that what's being put out there in mainstream is meant to in in a way destroy me and the peace that I've created within me. So mm-hmm. I've I've gotten to where I have no tolerance for that. Um, And I think it's and I'm not telling you you have to give up TV, but I'm telling you, you need to have a sense of awareness about you, that you understand all the distractions that are being thrown at you and what that is laying on you. It's laying layers and layers and layers of weight that if you want to uncover who you are, you're going to have to start shedding all of that. And it, it makes it harder. It just makes it harder. So be present, be present to what you're taking in, and yeah. is it healthy? Is it healthy? And then when it comes to you know this this state of lovemaking with this, you know, all of these distractions also play a part in our relationships. You know, if if you've had a If you've engrossed yourself in the day and what other people you think other people are thinking of you, or you think, you know, you didn't do this well enough, you didn't do that well enough, or you get all engrossed in these imaginary stories we tell ourselves, then you come home and you're not in any sort of state to where you're going to be fully present for your beloved, you know? Um, So I think in, in a sexual relationship, it's it's giving the other the respect that's needed, that when you're going to share your desires with one another, that you leave all that other shit out outside of it. You know, to me, the, the healthy relationship is going home and being able to look at your loved one in the eye and be like, hey. Let's check in. How are we today? How are you today? You know, yeah. how are okay. we today? You know, like, are we, you know, are are we going to do that thing, you know, where we really dive into each other? And that's yeah. a, that's a good place to be. That's a hot, sexy place to be. And it doesn't, and this is where the desire, I think, comes in is, your desire when you go into sex with the intention of it being deep and intimate and going into that Euro state, it doesn't need to be that I'm going to satisfy him and he's going to satisfy me and we're going to come and it's all going to be great. and We're going to go to sleep. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, you dive into this with an exploration of we're going to another place you know and we're gonna we're gonna hold on to that energy for a little while you know we're gonna we're gonna go deep into that and that takes training you know that that doesn't just happen you have to want to explore that energy because that's powerful energy
1: i like that word exploration and i think when you're talking about it within the confines of a relationship that takes a lot of communication um uh, permission right yeah and allowing one another to to delve into that
0: trust there's trust trust you know trust in yourself you know when i say trust i'm not just talking about trust in that other person you have to trust yourself to yeah. be able to go there. I think, you know, everybody who's had an orgasm thinks, oh, that's what it is. You know, it there's levels of that, you know, and you owe it to yourself to keep exploring it. You know, like yeah. there's there's all different types of orgasms too. Um but when you when you are searching for that state and that you and that state that It's a magical place and and you can experience that together. You know, I think in the advertising of this podcast, you know, we I put it in a sexual note and that gets everyone's attention. But I think when you go through this sort of self-training, you can turn that sort of devotion into Mm. everything you do in life, that sort of exploration into everything you do. And make things not an obligation but an exploration and a desire, you know? You know
1: yeah, that's interesting um, because I know when I first came to yoga, um, it was honestly because a doctor told me I needed
0: to. <laughs> it's a usual then, excuse to get started, yeah?
1: <laughs> right, and, and then as I, you know, deepened in my own practice, I found that for me, it was my own personal prayer to the divine. Like I found within, you know, my relationship to God was me moving my body. Because here, truth be told, is I always felt a little um, self-conscious about prayer, a little tongue-tied, and I felt like it was the most purest um, form for me to stay and you know do the prayer as opposed right. to speak the prayer so that was initially my devotion to the divine was through my movement on the mat
0: Yeah, and that's a beautiful part of yoga too and I think yoga just over time awakens everybody in one way or another and some it takes a little longer than others but if, it, if it's something you, you continue to do it opens the body up to the mind, and then the mind open up opens up to the spirit, and then you start to explore things like breath work, and then you start to get into different reading, and it just starts to slowly pro- deprogram you, deprogram you. You know, it, it it talks to us on a on a more primordial level, and and you know, I do think of yoga as ancient. You know, it's an ancient knowing. I think. right? And yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I, you know, I, I know with, when people hear the word Tantra, they always just think sex, but you and I have talked about this before. It, it's so much deeper than that. It's, right. it's a way of living and it's a way of thinking and it's a way of feeling, um, a way of living and a way of being. And I think, you know, when you, uh, you, we can use the term Euros is just living in this state of, you know, I don't, I, I don't, I feel like the word bliss has been so overused a little bit, but it's living in this state of, I want to say choice, a choice to go deeper into the human experience.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: It's, um, yeah in the spiritual experience it's where they meet
1: that's a beautiful place because we've kind of kind of made it full circle is you know from that initial question is what if we approached love and desire as the sacred and transformative forces in our lives and that's what i feel like i'm able to tap into am I doing it perfectly I don't know I don't you know from what my teachers say there is no there is no right or wrong in this you're doing it
0: <laughs> yeah as long as you're doing it you like you're making those efforts then you're doing it just right <laughs> you know like your your right is going to be different than mine and and I don't think in this area there's as long as you're doing it out of love there is no wrong um right you know, we're going to learn. We're going to find things that work. We're going to find things that don't. Um, but, you know, I, I when it comes to connection with another you know, we're, we're talking about our own self and connected to that. And that's the most important relationship. And everything you do and everyone you meet is going to be a spinoff from the relationship you have with yourself. So everybody needs to keep that in mind. Like, is your relationship yeah. with your health? Is your relationship with yourself healthy? Because if it mm-hmm. isn't, other relationships are not going to be healthy. They're just not. They're going to be a spinoff. And, and nobody is as healthy as they could be. I mean, in every area of their life, there's things we need to work on. But at the root of it, do you love yourself? Do you have a good connection with yourself? So let's start with that. And then from that, if you have a significant other in your life and you are healthy with you, then start tapping on the door of this sexual connection with the other one cuz that's a level in a relationship that really doesn't need to get mundane. It doesn't have to. There's there's moments like I said when you just go through the sex and have the sex and have the the quickie and that's great for the moment, that's all you got time for, good for you. But there there needs to be in a true relationship that is based on I want to know you. I want you to know me. I want to know what we have together. that you have to go deeper than the level of sex and orgasm. Like and and there's ways. I mean, there's there's the typical eye gazing. There's the circular breath that you share with each other. You know, there's and, and when you first do these things, they're awkward they're silly but that breaking through those awkward and silliness moments are bonding it's creating a foundation for the magic You know, and so I say do those things like look up couples exercises that you can do to bond intimately with one another. Do them, you know, don't feel silly about them. And when it comes to yourself, if you're working on that relationship with self, explore yourself, take the shame out of it. You know, like when I say with another person, you might feel awkward eye gazing or circular breathing, but you get past it for yourself. If you feel awkward exploring your body or masturbation or playing with toys or whatever the thing is, get over it. Like get to know you get to know you
1: You're being, op- being open to exploration.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then once you know you, you can share that with somebody else until don't wait for somebody to teach you about you. You know, there's things that happen in a great sexual relationship where you're like, oh, I like that. I'll take note of that. Yes, we learn from each other as well. But know yourself like there's some things about yourself you need to know. And I just, I say, that's one way to open the door sexually. But again, Mm -hmm. it starts in the mind and it starts in the heart. Like, what does your heart desire? What's, what's missing there? And I have a passage that I wanted to read from the book, because speaking of the heart, when we talk about the Euros, we're talking about love, basically, and the heart center, the heart, the Anahata, that's where that transmutes. And here it is. The one who is at play everywhere says, There is a space in the heart where everything meets. Come here if you want to find me. Mind, senses, soul, eternity, all are here. Are you here? Enter the bowl of vastness that is the heart. Listen to the song that is always resonating. Give yourself to it with total abandon. Quiet ecstasy is here and a steady, regal sense of resting in a perfect spot. You who are the embodiment of blessing, once you know the way, the nature of attention will call you to return again and again, answer that call and be saturated with knowing I belong here i am home isn't that beautiful beautiful so your body you belong there that is your home in this human experience and if you really connect your body to your spirit it'll take you on some fucking amazing journeys Ooh, i agree yeah so I think we did an OK job explaining explaining the euros and desire and and bringing things into creation comes from this place. You know, if it's if you're wanting to bring a new business venture into the world, think about how you desire it, how you're going to seduce this into existence, how it's gonna feel. what do you have to uh, what it has to offer others. What would others want from it? Think about it in a sexual nature. It'll put a new spin on it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And it makes it more fun.
1: I think the question would be is, does it turn you on?
0: Yeah, does it turn you on? And that's that's true. If you're thinking about bringing something into creation and it doesn't turn you on, it's an obligation and it's going to be a labor. It's not going to be a labor of love. It's just going to be labor. Right. So I don't know. I want to make love to the world in general. Yes.
1: I would like my existence to be a, a positive impact as well.
0: I, yeah, I want to be making love to my experience when I'm cooking. I want to be making love to with myself when I'm walking on the beach, um, taking a shower, you know, drinking a cup of tea, going to the farmer's market. Like, fuck, I want it to be good. You know,
1: that's that the energy that you're describing. That's beautiful energy.
0: It's all good. It's good stuff, you know? And, and you, when you just find yourself sitting down and you're just smiling and you're not sure why, you're in that. You're in that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: As always, this is so much fun. I, I hope in our ramblings, <laughs> people are finding the notes of what we're trying to talk about here. But... Yeah. Any, any last little tidbit you want to add?
1: No, just it, the only thing is this is a conversation that I feel that is inclusive, it's diverse, it's our pontification of what we are learning. And I actually really want to encourage others as we unravel these mysteries of Eros and Tantric philosophies that you, know, you open your heart to this radiant energy that pulses through the cosmos.
0: That's yeah, Yeah. open, I mean, clear the way. Clear the way for that frequency to get to you. Free you know, it's 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 there. The frequency is always there. Are you receptive? You know, you've got a line you've got to align yourself up for it. For sure. All right. Um, One thing, you know, like if you guys are listening to this and you have questions, you know, feel free to ask some questions. Or if there's a subject in this realm that you're interested that we might want to cover, we're open to suggestions for these things. Like, you know, we're always willing to look at what other people are wanting to know. So let us know. Leah, thank you so much. I appreciate it greatly, and I look forward to talking with you again soon.
1: All right. Likewise. You have a beautiful day at the farmer's market.
0: I know. I'm off to talk to the (laughs) farmers. Get me some mushrooms. The edible kind, y'all. The edible kind. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, and we will have another one out soon. Namaste, everyone.